The opinions and suggestions expressed in the following program are solely those oh, of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, go. or the program sponsors. This following program is sponsored by Causeway LLC. Information in this broadcast is not intended as an investment, tax, or financial advice. Matthew Moore is not a licensed investment advisor and speaks solely from his experience and opinions. All information in this broadcast is for entertainment or educational purposes only. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa are not responsible for the success or failure of any person's investment decisions or purchases. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa makes no and expressly disclaims all representations, warranties, and guarantees with respect to this broadcast and its sponsors. Investing in any market is inherently risky and can be financially dangerous. Invest at your own risk. Gather knowledge in the world of cryptocurrency right now on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Welcome to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Matthew is locally based right here in Tulsa. Questions, comments, concerns? Call 918-460-5764 or send us an open mic using the KRMG app. Now, here's Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. And good Sunday evening to you. My name is Russell Mills. Thank you for tuning in for Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. We go digging for digital gold on this show and really trying to uncover the information, solve some of the mysteries, the confusion, and most importantly, guide you along the straight and narrow so that you don't find yourself in trouble if you're going to dip your toes into the turbulent waters of cryptocurrency. How's that? For an introduction, please welcome our host, Matthew J. Moore. Hello, sir. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, crypto newbies, lovers, and experts, this is the place to do some learning. So uh, put your thinking caps on, open up your ears, because uh, we're going to dive into the world of blockchain technology and cryptocurrency. Uh, today, though, we have a little bit of a different show, uh, but we got some deep conversations that you might want to stick around for. Uh, and I'll tell you what, to help me navigate these waters in these conversations, I have my wonderful co-host, Eric Cooper. Eric, why don't you say hello, brother? We always want to bring everything about education and anything that we talk about. We want you to go out and uh, take what you've heard and uh, seek out seek out the truth for yourself. And so this is going to be one that's uh, that's that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and uh, just so uh, before we dive in, I I've, there were some interesting statistics that I was reading this week, uh, and I don't know if you saw these, Eric, but 114 million people now own Bitcoin. Yes. Uh, and there's about two million people a week that are onboarding into Bitcoin. Now that is pretty impressive. In fact, uh, it has the same amount of users as the internet did in 1997. Uh, so it is growing uh, quite quite fast. Yes, yeah, so and the, the adoption's gonna start taking off again because uh, we're starting to see some uh, days stacking green, green, green. So uh, that's been fun. It's been exciting, and uh, so we. I am happy that you have me here to uh, to help you navigate this because uh, I, I want to bring more people along. Yeah, well, and that's exactly what we're doing. And in fact, because we've had so many green days, I wanted to go ahead and bring on uh, our returning guest. He's been on the show before, Jerry Robinson with FollowTheMoney.com, uh, and we're going to go over current market conditions, uh, what we can expect here in the future, and later in segment two. We're going to bring on uh, es uh, eschatology author and teacher, Dr. Scott Young, along with last week's guest from Oral Roberts University, Michael Matthews, the VP of Innovation and Technology. And what are we going to be doing? Well, we're going to be going into some topics like why blockchain and cryptocurrency are important for humanity and why someone who is a Christian or a person of faith should not fear this technology, because a lot of times we can have irrational fears just due to ignorance. And so we're here to explain things. Now, it's, it's a different conversation. That's a, that's, that's a
that's for sure. And if you've read through Proverbs, it's all about seeking wisdom, and it personifies wisdom as something that uh, if you grab a hold of, uh, you know, obviously your your days are going to be easier. And so I'm sure there's a lot of people who are afraid of these new technologies that we talk about. But it's important that no matter what your faith or your worldview is, um, that you shouldn't miss the bit boat on this yeah. life changing opportunity. You gave a speech that uh, Bitcoin for, for the, the billions, billions not, not the billionaires. Yeah. So we 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 definitely want more people joining us. Right. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, the cryptocurrency markets have been going nuts. And I think the second half of this bull market is getting really, really honestly to take off. And uh, this last, uh, this latest move in the markets was fueled, you know, I don't know, could it have been fueled by the rumor with Amazon adopting Bitcoin? We knew that that came out as not true. It's not going to Well, I, not, I shouldn't say not true. They, they basically said, no, we're, we're not planning on it. But like at the same mm -hmm. time, they're also posting jobs uh, for people in blockchain and cryptocurrency. So it's like, <laughs> eh. I don't know, you know. There's so a distinction, though, right? What's that? Well, I mean, there's cryptocurrencies and then there's blockchain. Blockchain is a larger concept, which you can use for a lot of things besides yeah. cryptocurrencies, like, I don't know, tracking your ordering system. Sure. They'd be crazy not to be looking at blockchain. Sure. Well, and, and I just, I bring that point up only because uh, the pattern that we saw with PayPal, uh, PayPal started doing uh, stuff like that. And then months later, they came out and said, hey, we're going to add cryptocurrencies to our platform, you know. And so could Amazon be doing it for other reasons? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I don't totally discount it entirely, saying that, hey, it still could happen. Well, so, and I, one would imagine that Jeff Bezos will find a way to, <laughs> to take Bitcoin as payments. Yeah. That will happen. Yeah, yeah. In fact, um, so anyways, um, but yeah, let's chat with Jerry Robinson from followthemoney.com to discuss these current market conditions. Uh, so yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do it, Matt. Uh, Jerry, welcome back to the show. And, and can you tell a little bit uh, about yourself to our audience today? Great to be here, guys. Well, sure. Uh, so Great to be back on the on the radio show. I'm an economist. I'm an author of the book called Bankruptcy of Our Nation, which provides an in-depth examination of America's debt-based monetary system and why America's economy is a house of cards. Uh, I'm a graduate of the University of Tulsa, proud graduate there. I'm the founder of followthemoney.com. It's an independent financial education and trend research firm that focuses on educating the public on how to invest successfully is how to also how to create multiple streams of income. So I bought my first stock in 1996. I bought my first option in 2002. And then I bought my first Bitcoin in 2012. So I've learned a lot about the world of trading and investing over the years. And I love to share what I've learned with our students at our website, followthemoney.com. And I love being here with you guys today. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. And I, I fully endorse everything you're doing, Jerry. What you do is amazing. And uh, I think the products and services that you offer everybody are uh, phenomenal. Um, but I, I wanted to get your opinion on this. Uh, you know, this this last week, we've really seen some uh, some of the cryptocurrency market uh, really heat up. And, you know, we know that big corporations and banks have been positioning themselves into the cryptocurrency marketplace. Uh, and it's been some of the reason, honestly, why we've seen such a, a giant move upward in the beginning of the year. Uh, and it's my opinion that this trend will, will continue. Uh, but this latest move in the market, do you think this was generated by all these rumors or was this something else like a, like a giant short squeeze? You know, I've heard different opinions. What, what's your thoughts? From our analysis, what we see is a big short squeeze. I mean, there were a tremendous number of speculators who thought that Bitcoin was going to continue moving lower in price into the summer. And the rumor that Amazon would begin ex accepting Bitcoin, which came out last week, 
Uh, and that rumor basically said that Amazon was considering accepting Bitcoin later this year, even though it was re- uh, renounced by Amazon itself. It was enough to scare many of the speculators out of their short positions. And so as of this evening, for example, Bitcoin is holding above $41,000, which is the highest level that we've seen since May. Mm-hmm. Now, Bitcoin, as, as you alluded to earlier in the show, has actually done something that it hasn't done since 2013 uh, over the last few weeks, and that is it's notched 10 consecutive daily increases from July 21st through fr- uh, Friday. And that's very bullish. Uh, And then on top of the big short squeeze, then you have the FOMC that delayed tapering. So another reason that I think we've been seeing Bitcoin rally here is due to the recent Federal Reserve meeting where the Fed left interest rates unchanged and also, more importantly, suggested that they had no immediate plans to begin cutting back on their massive bond buying program, what they call tapering. So let alone, you know, raising interest rates anytime soon. So this means that the Fed's historic money printing campaign is going to continue for the foreseeable future. And that, of course, continues to be incredibly bullish for inflation hedging assets like Bitcoin, as well as physical gold, by the way, which parked up last week. So in summation, Matt, I mean, you have a big short squeeze uh, coupled by, you know, uh, coupled with this Fed signaling that more monetary easing lies ahead. It's just bullish all the way around for Bitcoin. Jerry, what other uh, market forces should we be considering when looking at the uh, crypto market right now? Well, you have obviously the Fed's reckless monetary policies. That's putting a bid underneath uh, Bitcoin's price. Then you got the foolhardy uh, fiscal policies coming out of the Congress, incredibly bullish for Bitcoin. Then you have growing corporate and institutional adoption. You got companies like MicroStrategy, Tesla, uh, Square, Mercado Libre, all holding Bitcoin on their corporate balance sheets. And then you have countries like Bulgaria and Ukraine that own Bitcoin in their official reserves. And then you have countries like El Salvador and Paraguay, which are embracing Bitcoin in a very novel way. And then you have even countries like Germany, which just recently announced plans to allow certain institutional funds in the country to invest billions of dollars in crypto assets for the first time ever. Now, we're talking about Germany now. I mean, a major, major economy. And this law is taking effect tomorrow on Monday, and it's going to allow German, certain German institutional funds to put up to as much as 20% of their holdings in Bitcoin and other crypto assets. So, I mean, you're talking about some major, major inflows that could come from that. Uh, and don't forget, there's still no U.S.-listed Bitcoin ETF. I mean, for all this we've been talking about with Bitcoin for years there's still no Bitcoin ETF. And when the Bitcoin ETF is approved by the SEC, the F, you know, an actual U.S.-listed Bitcoin ETF, then everybody who has a 401k or an IRA and who is not comfortable with going and buying Bitcoin outright, say at Coinbase or through some other means or method, will then be able to buy it in their 401k. And that's going to be incredibly bullish. Well, Jerry, I look forward to having you back on another show. But uh, until then, I really appreciate you coming on and giving us an update. So this was awesome. Thank you so much for this information. Oh, my pleasure. Great to be here. All right. Time for us to take a quick time out. We've got more guests to share and more thoughts to share about cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, including its impact on society at large. What will that be? It's going to be an interesting conversation. Stick with us. You're listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore on 1023 KRMG. 
Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. My name is Russell Mills. Thank you for tuning in, sharing part of your Sunday with us. We are live and local in the big city of Tulsa, Oklahoma, a much cooler place to live today than it has been for the last several days. Yay. One thing that's been fairly hot recently, and we've seen news about it, is Bitcoin. Uh, we just uh, heard one of our experts tell us 10 days in a row. It's seen the price go up for the first time in eight years. Wow. Well, somebody who tracks all this stuff very closely, and it's somebody you might want to chat with if you're interested in getting into this. His name is Matthew J. Moore, and he's with us right now. Matt? Hey, thank you, Russell, and welcome, everybody. This is the perfect place to learn about Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, blockchain technology, how it's going to change our world, honestly. And if you have been thinking about it, chewing on it, but you're kind of hesitant, maybe you want somebody to hold your hand going through this process because it can be intimidating, and you definitely Definitely want to watch out where you go, how you do things, because, you know, you definitely want to set yourself up for success. If that is of interest to you, you could definitely go to my website, mattjmore.com, and that's more with two O's. Uh, I have a bunch of information, plus uh, I have services where you can, hey, reach out to me, say, hey, I'd like to set up a consultation. So uh, I'm totally open for that. But on this program itself, this is a perfect learning opportunity. So tune in every Sunday because we are having wonderful conversations about the tech the philosophy. Uh, there's so much that goes into this space that, uh, you know, people ask, well, are you going to have enough to do a radio show every week? And I was like, oh, buddy. Oh, we got, we got a lot of corners, a lot of, a lot of corners to, to go dig out and yes. talk about. So, in fact, I've got my co-host with me, Eric Cooper, and he helps me navigate this space. So, Eric, why don't you say hello? Once again, everybody, hello. Thanks for joining us. And whether you're doing it today live and uh, on KRMG um, or you're listening here uh, a couple days later, uh, we appreciate you tuning in and you can go and check out all of our past episodes krmg.com uh, look for the on demand check out uh, the episodes i think we're on episode 14 or 15 so there's a lot of good content in there and so uh, you know we're pretty excited we also are now on on spotify you can also go to matt's uh, youtube page crypto more and uh, check out our past episodes Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, I, I think uh, this topic coming up uh, that we're going to chat about is going to be fairly relevant for a lot of our listeners. Maybe you're a person of faith. Maybe you're, you're a Christian yourself. Um, but, uh, you know, Eric, what do you think about this new technology? So, you know, my thoughts are that when when people are hearing about this, it, it, it's they don't know. And a lot of fear. There, there's a lot of fear. Do I have to buy an entire Bitcoin? Uh, but Bitcoin is divisible. All of these things are great. And you know what? I think a lot of the names for some of the altcoins too make it a little bit more, um, I guess, uh, e easier to swallow. You know, you've got Sushi Swap and Polygon. Mm -hmm. so these are easy names. But um, you know, if if we do this. Um, correctly um and you reach out and get the information from us you know it, it's not that it's it's easy it's not that bad right. so yeah. with that being said you know well, we're gonna dive in this and we've got two guests in studio today yeah you know and and as somebody i'd say this eric as somebody who subscribes to the christian worldview you know I, i've seen this too often with people that i'm close with family members friends um you know perfect example if you go back in history if you look at the television or internet you know they're all tools they're all technology and one of the talking points that you know people used to use for the internet back in the day was hey well it's it's only used for drug dealers and pornographers and you know but today we know 
that that's just not true. You know, we know that it's, it's a technology that can be used for good and for bad. And, you know, technology like crypto and blockchain, you know, they're just tools and, you know, they can either oppress or they can liberate. And it's really all in how we use it. Yep, we're going to have our two guys hop on with us right now. We have esthetologist, author, and teacher, audiologist, Dr. Scott Young, and uh, also bringing back from last week uh, the uh, VP of Innovation and Technology at Oral Roberts, uh, Mr. Michael Matthews. Gentlemen, welcome, and uh, thanks for joining us today. Hey, great to be here, Eric. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna be this is gonna be fun, and and so, um, you know, uh, Doctor Scott, um, I want to start with you. Can you explain to the listeners uh, who you are and what you do? So I'm an audiologist. I've been doing that for 32 years, and I have a company called Hearing Solution Centers here, Tulsa.com. And then we also have a ministry that's been burgeoning over the last well few years with that too, and we deal with a money issue called Nasara. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, we deal with end-time issues. I just got off of a conference. And lastly, we also deal with uh, truth and lies and what we believe uh, about the Word of God. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, Michael Matthews, uh, great to have you back. Um, can you, too, explain and tell people people who are unfamiliar with you and haven't heard you before what you do and where you're from? Yeah, great to be back, Matt. And I'm the Vice President for Innovation and Technology at Oral Roberts University, but I have invested 30 years of my life really looking at technology and how it's been leveraged to help humanity, civilization. And I've been through the cycles of time where people are always fearing the Antichrist, the Mark of the Beast, and other things. But through time, I believe God has shown us that he can leverage the technology to his kingdom advantage. Yeah. You know, Matt has the uh, the theory and his sentiment that technology is, it's just a tool and how do we use it? Mike, can you kind of hop in on that one first? Sure, absolutely. You know, I believe what Matt said, but I go one step further and say that God really leverages technology, not just allows us to use it. In fact, I think he says use it. He's not offended by it, but he doesn't want us to worship it or begin to give credit to it. Because if I take my smartphone, for instance, and I connect to people on the other side of the world, I'm using God's space. He's already proven that a voice can go out and not return void. I'm just proving that concept by using technology. So whether it's a big weed harvester, farm machinery, milk pasteurization process, we all use technology regularly. But in the beginning of time, God took the greatest technology of all that makes silicon chips called dust and sand Hmm. and created humanity. That's a pretty cool technology. No one else can replicate that yet, but we mimic it by creating computer chips and so forth. So I believe this. God has put before us life and death, and we get to choose life. It's documented in Deuteronomy 30:19, And he says the same about technology. I put this before you, but choose to use it for the good things. Choose to be wise with it, and don't be offended by it. I love it. I love it. In fact, you know, Dr. Young, uh, as someone who writes about end time, you know, end times and, and stuff like this, you know, you teach on this subject matter. You know, what do you think is the biggest misconception when it comes to things like the mark of the beast? I mean, do you do you feel like cryptocurrencies play a part in that? Like, what's your opinion on that? Well, I, I always look at mark of the beast and I have an English background as well. And mm-hmm. when you say mark of the beast, that could be actually stated as the beast's mark. Which means is like the beast's playbook. Yeah. So if we're talking about Matt's playbook, that's what, what that's what we look at. He can't get the mark until you get the beast. Right. So if we if we focus on the mark part, we're going to really get messed up with the beast idea. Okay. So you have to have the beast before you ever get to the mark. 
Right. And so when we try to pull out things like our little uh, debit card that had something on it, and then you know some other tattoo point that we think <laughs> is is that it, we can't. We get all off on that problem. Yeah. How about you, Michael? Uh, do you have any thoughts about the blockchain and technology with the end times? You know, here's what I'd like to encourage people with. Most people listening out there would remember their grandparents, their parents, or maybe themselves collecting these things called S&H green stamps. A family named the Sperry Company collected or issued green stamps to let people exchange uh, those stamps for cookery items, such as a toaster or a blender, whatever the case may be. The problem was there was no digital uh, world then. They they used SNH green stamps. So if you take blockchain or even this cryptocurrency stuff, it's equivalently the same. It's just using a digital world. And so I don't suppose that or uh, suspect that people would have been uh, offended using SNH green stamps. So let's not be too offended by blockchain Bitcoin. Okay. Well, we got we got a couple more minutes, so we got to go to break here. But I wanted to get your guys' opinion real quickly. Um, do either of you believe that uh, Christians will be able to buy and sell with each other during the end times? You know, through an underground means. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, we're going to have a barter system with that too. And I think blockchain has a very high possibility for that. Again, it's just a tool. Right. If you get too wrapped up, then they're going to get messed up. Yeah. You know, I believe the same thing, barter system. But let's let's if we're talking end times, let's not go back into the Middle East or China or India and see the underground church. We no longer need to be underground if it's truly the end times. If it's not the end times, let's go underground. Let's do things. Let's barter. Let's find a way to do it. In fact, there's a, a movement as far back as 1940 to 1985 called the Refusenik Movement in Russia, and that's what they had to do. They had to find a method to communicate in exchange. There were Jewish people who were not allowed to go back to Zion. <clears throat> so it happens every day in our world. Yeah, I, I found that whole Iron Curtain thing really, really fascinating, especially when that came down, you know. And uh, you know, But when we come back, we're going to have more conversations with Michael Matthews and Dr. Scott Young. So if this is a topic that you're interested in, please stick around. And uh, if you jo- enjoy this show, you know, check us out more. Uh, go to KRMG's website, go to mattjmore.com, and you can learn a whole lot more. Eric, you got any closing thoughts before we go to break? You know, one of the things that uh, there's there's a lot of uh, the end times talk going on, but uh, it, we're not there yet. It's I not mean, over we're, yet. We're, we're, we're hanging out, and they've they've been talking about that for a long, yeah, long, long time. time. And uh, so coming. far, all the predictions have been inaccurate. I'll just I'll just go with that. But you know, it is interesting to talk about oh, yeah. the impact of blockchain technology on religions and on spiritual beliefs. But it all comes down to ones and zeros, right? It's all math. You're listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore on 1023 KRMG News and Weather next. And we'll come back and see if we can blow your mind a little more. (laughs) Stick with us. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. My name is Russell Mills. Thank you for tuning in, sharing part of your Sunday evening with us. We are talking about the impact of blockchain technology, not just on our financial systems, but possibly on our belief systems. And something that I think is absolutely worthy of conversation. And what I what I like about this guy sitting on my left, Matthew J. Moore, is he'll go there. He'll, he'll go wherever his mind takes him in. And, and you have an alert and active mind. So, Matt, thank you for joining us. And uh, I'll let you introduce Eric and the gang. Yeah, well, thank you, Russell. Yeah, no, I love having fascinating conversations. And this is definitely the place, yeah, if you love deep and fascinating conversations in all realms. I mean, you know, blockchain technology and cryptocurrency is going to touch so much 
much of our life. And, you know, it's it's worth talking about. Whether we agree or disagree, it's worth talking about. And I think it it's great information. And, you know, honestly, it's a, it's a fun conversation. Uh, in fact, I've got my wonderful co-host with me, Eric Cooper. Uh, Eric, why don't you say hello, brother? How's it going, everybody? We uh, appreciate you guys again tuning in this Sunday evening. And um, if you missed the uh, the first uh, little half, you can go back and check out KRMG.com on, on demand. Uh, we had a market update from Jerry Robinson with followthemoney.com uh, in, in studio. We're talking with... Uh, two terrific folks, uh, Scott Young and Michael Matthews. And so, uh, guys, I want to just welcome you back. And uh, once again, Scott, starting with you, uh, give a little brief synopsis again, who you are and what you do. Well, I'm an audiologist. I have a hearing solution center here in Tulsa. And then we also have uh, my Dr. Scott Young Ministries as well, so at drscottyoung.com. Mr. Michael? I am privileged to work for one of the greatest universities in the world, Oral Roberts University, as vice president for innovation and technology, but also have <clears throat> two Bible degrees, and so I love tying technology and theology together. And again, Matt, more people from here in Tulsa That's joining right. us here. I know. I tell you what, you know, Tulsa's got a lot going on. People definitely underestimate Tulsa. But, um, gentlemen, I want to start uh, with this question. This question for both of you. So uh, we'll we'll take it one at a time. But what is your vision of the future with technology in regards to money or commerce? Does blockchain and artificial intelligence play a part? And I'm going to start with you, uh, Michael. Yep, Matt, absolutely. It plays a huge part. And already it's playing a huge part. If you think of the role of money in commerce, my church automatically can take out my tithe by my bank account if I give it permission. These tithing in bank uh, takeouts are all AI-driven, and somehow the church pastors don't mind that. <laughs> However, when you talk about blockchain or cryptocurrency, they get confused. And I say this about baby boomers mainly. I say, I don't understand what you're talking about. And the fact is, it's pretty simple. Blockchain is one of the cleanest technologies I've ever seen in my life. And so whether it's my Apple iTunes account or Apple Wallet, it's behaving that way that by using the technologies that we're talking about today. If I had to be looking at my credit card statement, I know the IRS can look at my accounts and see everything. They can decide if I get a COVID relief fund or not. It's all happening right before our very eyes. So I see blockchain as a technology that God loves and uses because it equalizes or redistributes fairness around the world. The farmers in Cambodia are treated fairly now because of blockchain. You can no longer sell a blood diamond out of Sierra Leone all because of blockchain. I can't think of a better, a cleaner, and more illuminating technology than blockchain. Hmm. I love that. Dr. Scott Young, what about you? Well, I'm going to show, go to a slightly different area, but blockchain has the ability to do things even as dealing with HIPAA regulations. I right. mean, right now, that that's kind of a silly part of the, the technologies that we don't really utilize. It is a privatized type of system that can be used for voting. Mm -hmm. It can be used for HIPAA to privacy issues. And if HIPAA really worked, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have less and less spam and marketing or telemarketing that you have. So I think there's a, so many little ways of doing this because it can be uh, sliced and diced all the way down to the smallest detail. Yeah, that's that's so true. I mean, it's a, it's a distributed ledger for record keeping, you know. Um, but uh, our, our uh, this is another joint question, so you know, uh, bear with me here. But are are either of you believers in this idea of a some type of a giant wealth transfer uh, when this current monetary system ends or changes? Because we know things are changing. We know the World Economic Forum. We know the IMF have all talked about like another, you know, Bretton Woods, uh, and we know that we're getting towards the end of the current manifestation of our mm -hmm. economic system. So I'm going to start with you, Dr. Young. Well, I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures, uh, Leviticus uh, 25.10, Job 27.17 and 19. 
Uh, he may heap it up, and the righteous will wear it, and the innocent will divide uh, up his silver. He lies secretly down with wealth and, and will do so no more. So what we're saying, there's a whole load of issues with wickedness and some of the elites that have this money. And it is not an end-time issue that we're talking about. We, this is a pre-end-time conversation. Right. And so we're seeing this possibility that, that could be out there that the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. Hmm. Well, what about, what about you, uh, Michael Matthews? What, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I, I sure hope it happens. And if I look at Scripture, I see the exact same thing. One of the great parts about Scripture, it can never contradict itself. And so I've got to wrestle with it long enough until it all matches out because truth, when it's absolute, doesn't know right or wrong because it's absolute truth. And that absolute truth plays right into what we're witnessing happen before our very eyes. So we can go into the last couple of years and see Jeffrey Epstein was defunded. Mark right. Weinstein was defunded. And I see all kinds of defunding happening. But what my heart really hurts for is to all these people that can't even afford to go to the dentist today, all these people who are so indebted to an educational degree, it's, it, we're bankrupting the future all because we believe in some system where the rich do get richer and the poor get poorer. Yeah. So I believe that if we look at Scripture, we've missed about 50 wipeout periods known as the um, year of Jubilee, where pe- people are not refreshed to start again. Right. And so if there's a great move, I believe blockchain may pay a, play a part in but I also have to realize there's 180 different currency systems in the world today. 180. This isn't an argument about the U.S. dollar versus blockchain or cryptocurrency. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are both pretty ingrained in education. You have um, gone far with yourselves. Would either of you encourage people to study or get involved with uh, blockchain technology or uh, cryptocurrency and, and, and why? Well, I'm going to throw this out at you. We are about ready. No one knows anything about their money. Yeah, Everyone needs to get educated on money. Right. I'm not just talking about it from from a, a Christian level or from from a business level, business uh, person. But the Bible t- actually spends about 15 to 20 percent of its uh, its words upon money, yeah, and it's yeah. not just about the wickedness of it, right. but about the transfer mechanism that it really is. Yeah, and that's you know honestly that's one of the reasons why we do this show is you know I, episode number one is what is fiat currency? How is it created? You know how is the system undermined? the average person uh, and it's it's not a capitalism versus socialism thing it because the the it's about the monetary system the way the actual money works and then you've got the systems on top of that that's a whole nother discussion but uh, I totally agree with you yeah yep and, and for me I'd say you know people perish due to lack of knowledge I mean truth yes. is powerful knowledge is powerful education is powerful but I think to understand the true meaning of wealth, is to understand it means to have access to scarce resources in the time of necessity. And we've seen times of necessity in our lifetime already, but do you have access to knowledge that nobody else has access to? So, for instance, Joseph had access to the interpretation of dreams. It was worth something to him, and he bartered that for something called a position. Same with Daniel. So I think we got to expand it way beyond just touching money that buys product and say, what has God entrusted to me in the area of wealth? Hmm. Yeah, and but you know, both of you are are men of faith, and and what 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 revelation sticks out to you the most when it comes to technology or, or prophecies? Do you do you have any takes on that? You know, Matt, uh, five years ago, I couldn't have shared, even though it's in Scripture, Isaiah chapter two, verse two. Isaiah chapter two, verse two says. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains. It will be exalted above the hills, and all nations will stream into it. 
Now, five years ago, we didn't know what the word stream meant, but that right. was in Scripture all these years. Now, through this first round of COVID a year ago, we all understand that we could stream 9 billion people to see something they could never see before. So I would say God is not offended by the technology, but again, don't worship it, don't idolize it, leverage it for his kingdom. Yeah, and I believe that we're, we're about ready to walk into a, a, a debt jubilee. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's it's a really powerful point that, that I talk about quite a bit in Nasara and Matt and I've talked quite a few times on the, on uh, my YouTube channel yeah. about that issue as well and I think it's it's coming and it's a really good thing it's not a bad thing like the great reset right. is the ugly part of that issue well and this I guess this drives into our um, another one of my questions is well, what has got you guys most excited about the coming future when it comes to technology you know, Matt, for me, it's the watching the hyper-convergence, or we would call it the hyper-connectedness of all the technology that we've seen over the last 50 years, Internet of Things, artificial intelligence, virtual reality, augmented reality. We now have a intelligent mirror that can replicate every piece of knowledge and truth around the world from one location through the hyper-connectedness of this technology. Hmm. Eric, I mean, this is uh, this is pretty fascinating stuff. I mean, what, what are your thoughts? You know... Growing up, um, I don't think that I really had a full-on education when it came to money, and I spent most of my life um, digging out terrible credit, uh, you know, credit card debt before you know I could legally drink, um, and so there isn't a lightning. And that's why one of the big things that I, I like to do this, and you brought up Joseph and he bartered his access to dreams and he changed his family and he saved his family and he saved his people. And so, I mean, just with me, that's one of the, you know, one of the reasons why you and I uh, continue to do this and we want to even do it in more avenues is because I think that this is an opportunity for a lot of people who grow up without any access to education. You know, we don't, balance a checkbook in school. We don't get into the credit card deal. You're just kind of left to, as a lamb to slaughter. Well, not even that, but like we are not even told how money is created. And, and so if you, if you are unfamiliar with how the dollar works, what kind of money we used to have when it was constitutional, when we first started out, how that evolution took place, you need to go to uh, Mike Maloney yeah. uh, on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search Mike Maloney. He's got a 10 video series called The Hidden Secrets of Money. It is the most fascinating and and visually stimulating. It's, a, it's an educational series, but it's like watching 10 documentaries. They're about 30 minutes long. Uh, and, and that's one of my favorites that I love to point people to because it talks about, you know, the, the origins. How did money even start? Yeah. Like us as human beings using it, you know? It and, is dang near reading rainbow like level two. So you're not going to get <laughs> lost in that. Yeah. I mean, because money is a technology. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, once again, Mike Maloney, just go to YouTube, search him out. And, and even, you know, episode one on this show, and I'm going to readdress this in later shows as well, because I think it's good to, to refresh it every once in a while. But if you go to mattjmore.com, you'll find a lot of resources, a lot of videos, uh, and I'd love to have conversations with you as well. We can sit down, we can do a consultation, um, and you know, just if you, even if you have a question, you want us to cover a particular topic on the show, send me an email because I want to talk about it. I want to have a conversation, and, uh, and you know what? And and maybe maybe we'll have you on the show. So uh, yeah. we we, we want to make this a community effort. You know, so I don't know, but we got lots, lots more to cover. But uh, when we come back and that will be in about uh, two and a half minutes. So stick with us. We got more to talk about. You're listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. And by the way, that website again, if you're interested in seeing more about Matt or reading his book, Matt J. Moore with two O's dot com. 
We'll be all right back. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. My name is Russell Mills. Thank you for tuning in. We Man, this hour flies by. We are almost out of time, so I'm going to send it right over to Matthew J. Moore, our host, as we uh, continue our conversation about the impact of blockchain and cryptocurrencies on society at yeah. large, Matt. Yeah, there's so many aspects of society that blockchain and cryptocurrencies are, are going to affect. You know, I'm going to make a, a quick point, yeah. and I, I don't like to hijack your show very often, but once in a while, and, and something that occurs to me is for folks who were back in 93, 94 thinking, yeah, that internet, that's nice, but it's never going to affect my life. Did it? Yeah. How's that, and how's so, that working? And so I'm going to yeah. say it to you again, if you're looking at this blockchain stuff and these cryptocurrencies and stuff and thinking, yeah, that's nice, but it, it's not going to impact me. Bar the door, Katie. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't, definitely don't want to make that mistake. No. Yeah. It's going to touch everything. And somebody brought up voting earlier, and I thought, you know what? Poof, spot on. Right. Yeah. They want to talk They want to talk about eliminating fraud and voter. Great. Blockchain. Blockchain. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I've got my co-host here, uh, Eric Cooper. Eric, why don't you say hello? You know, we, we were dropping some scripture stuff, and, you know, I think that blockchain also uh, it brings a lot of darkness into light. And I think that there's uh, – that. You know that that's one of the things when you start digging in, uh, that it gives me goose goosebumps just just learning about that portion. That's right. Well, we have two wonderful guests in studio with us. It's uh, Michael Matthews from ORU. He's the vice president of innovation and technology, and we have Dr. Scott Young, uh, and he is an audiologist and uh, he also has a ministry himself. Gentlemen, why don't you say hello? How you doing today? Hey, Matt, great to be here. Yeah, it's great. It's good to have you guys, and I've been loving this conversation. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys, you know, we've been di diving into some deep stuff, so I kind of want to pull back a little bit and ask you this question. You know, what is on the horizon for you guys? Is there anything new and exciting that you want to share with people about, you know, either your business or your ministry or, or even at ORU? Yeah. Yep, love to, Matt. You know, so one of the things I'm personally working on is we just released a – um, it's called the MQ mirror. So you think of IQ, EQ, but MQ is how do I see the reflection? Because the issue in our world is no longer about trans this or trans that. It's really a trans identity crisis. People don't know who they are. And so to look in a mirror and pull all the intelligence of the world about myself and or what's happening is a powerful thing because one of the greatest challenges of our time, people don't trust the news. And so all of a sudden to pull absolute truth in front of you is an incredible moment. And we're actually advertising as mental health as a service. Yeah. How do you step in front of a mirror? And it's all programmed now so I can find out if I have depression. I don't believe I do, but some people do. And nonetheless, you can now be diagnosed with the National Depression Test all by yourself because what happens when we slip on the ice or fall on a sidewalk, we don't care if we broke something at first. We will look to see if anybody saw us, and that's called <laughs> shame. True. And shame hurts people. And so this MQ mirror brings everything together so you don't have to feel shame. Your wife pointing fingers, your husband pointing fingers at you, your boss or your colleagues, whatever the case may be. So that's number one. Number two, real quickly, is we believe that the wealth in Bitcoin and mining cryptocurrency should pay off all student loan debt. So we're going after a couple business people who are interested in helping pay off all student loan debt, which is $1.7 trillion, by helping those students learn how to mine cryptocurrency. I love it. It's so cool. What about you, Dr. Young? Well, I think one of the things I've been I've been spending a whole bunch of time on is end time issues. And when I look at the end time scriptures, there's about a thousand scriptures that talk about end time issues. 
all into the millennial reign. And uh, there are a lot of patriots kind of getting into this conversation, too, and they think that we, we're in it. And I would say that, no, we're in a pre-stage. Right. Uh, we're definitely in a pre-stage. And I think that's the Nasara conversation yeah. that we have. Yeah. I think there's a wealth transfer coming. There is a, a debt jubilee. jubilee that's going to occur here. And we're seeing the signs of that and even saw it in the signs of the PPP loans. Yeah. So debt jubilee and we're talking crypto. Um, do you guys, are you guys, uh, have you bought in? Do you guys own any Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies? You know, great question. I do not own anything related to cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, or blockchain. However, what I'm expecting is a return on the investment of knowledge being passed to other people. So my wealth really is about knowledge and intelligence around how do we change things, not just make more money? Because if all I do is count my money on earth, I'm missing the whole point of why God even gave us the education and intelligence. Actually, I don't have any crypto, but I ha just bought some Zim the other day. There you go. And, you know, with the, with the transfer, I believe that's coming out, too. Well, you know what? Here's here's what I'm going to do for both of you guys. After the show, if you want, at some point, we can download your wallet and I can give you some Bitcoin. So that way you guys actually oh, tell – Yeah, man. that way you guys say that you have some Bitcoin. Man, they've been around five <laughs> minutes. We're going to give them Bitcoin. <laughs> Russell, uh, okay, we actually fine. talked about giving you Bitcoin uh, last week, Russell, so <laughs> you're, you're going to be in there okay, too. Yeah, well, we'll give, hey, we'll give you some too. Absolutely. That's exciting. <laughs> So, uh, so you know, I, I'll say it again. This is this is um, a technology and and a a paradigm shifter, yes. a disruptor that I just think people are burying their heads in the sand if they're not paying attention. So, right. isn't I, it isn't it crazy? I mean, you're a reporter, and so just you look at the things that people say. But we're 12 years in, and and we still are like you know on Twitter and social, we're still like we're still early. Yeah, we are. And so and, you oh, know, yeah. obviously, like the, this movement's going to continue getting bigger and um and 12 years in early that just blows my mind still too awesome well you know you guys have been wonderful i've enjoyed these conversations but i want you guys to let people know you know if people are fascinated or want to know more about what you do where they can find you what where can they find you mine's the easiest one at drscottyoung.com uh so you can go there you can at drscottyoung for twitter at drscottyoung for telegram i mean it's pretty darn easy Okay, but Scott with one T or two T's? Two T's. Ah, ah see. Yeah, the non-Scott There's way. the reporter guy who always has go. to <laughs> ask people, how do you spell your name? Yeah, well, even Michael Matthews, you spell your Matthews with one, one T, T, right? Yep. So if you Google Michael Matthews, Matthews with one T, you'll find hundreds of articles published in artificial intelligence, blockchain. You'll get some free books that I've authored called Heaven 3.0 and God Chose Dreams, What in Heaven and Hell is Happening on Earth. And you'll get these for free because freely I receive, freely I want to give. And so enjoy those things. But all I can do is Google Michael Matthews, Matthews with one T. Hmm. Well, I want to give you guys the floor real quickly. Do you guys have any uh, thoughts before we conclude the show here? I know uh, we covered some things, but it was kind of driven by me. So I wanted to you know, open up the, the floor. Sure. If I could add, Russell brought up something interesting, 1994 timeframe. Internet's not going to last God so loved the world that he sent his only son to bring light into the world. And for all these years, the Internet has been lit up by light fiber or fiber cables across the transatlantic and Pacific to bring light into the world. And so God so loved the world that he brings the Internet into our life. And blockchain is the next phase of the Internet from a secure standpoint. And so, again, I, I love leveraging the technology that God has provided to help people. And so I've talked to many church leaders around the world in the last year. They've never seen a time during the pandemic where more people have been led to Jesus 
or made a commitment because they saw life differently. But how did it happen? It happened through the internet, it happened through Zoom. And suddenly, I believe we're going to see things that Peter saw when Matthew records that Peter was told to go down with his technology called a fishing hook and pull out from the first fish the Bitcoin that was in that fish's mouth and pay the temple tax. And that's the kind of miracles I believe are right on the horizon through many of these technologies. Mm, mic drop. <laughs> Follow that, Dr. Scott. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I know that for me, I, in about 20 months ago, I was in a hospital and they said I was going to die. I walked out of the hospital in three days. That's and awesome. so after that time frame, I've had a really strong uh, suspicion in there. Uh, the scripture was spoken over me was uh, several scriptures, but one of them was Psalms 91.8. And it says, you will see with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. Yeah. We're about ready to see that, and it's going to be fascinating to watch that. But I, I am I, I am so fascinated by, by another point that we have to do. See, we're so scared of blockchain, crypto, and everything else. Do you know that 90% of all transactions are digital? Right. Mm -hmm. So I buy something with a credit card, and then I pay it off uh, through my bank draft. That's, right. a, that's a digital uh, uh, changeover. Right. So don't get worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So there's no, there's no, we're not, you know, this is not fearful. We're not trying to advertise fear here. We're trying to give peace, understanding. We're trying to bring some uh, knowledge, you know, because, uh, you know, we want to have wisdom and knowledge when we navigate this space. And if you want to learn more and uh, you want to know more about what I do, maybe you want me to help you. Uh, in this process of getting into cryptocurrency or blockchain technology, you can go to my website, mattjmore.com, set up a consultation. And I also have a uh, Amazon bestselling book called The Foundations for Liberty. Uh, and you can find it there on my website or Amazon. And you can learn about the monetary system. You can learn about this idea of, you know, truth. And, and it's, it's, it's amazing when you take the time to really start to learn. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. I'd like to thank all of our guests, uh, Jerry Robinson, of course, Dr. Scott Young, Michael Matthews. You guys did a great job. Interesting conversation, and I know Matt's going to have you back. I'm looking forward to continuing that conversation. And, of course, we will be here next Sunday, live and local, because that's what we do. It'll be a cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore at 5 p.m. Tulsa time right here on 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. See you then.